You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 32. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Have you ever ran into the same challenges over and over again, and you just can't get past them? You're on a production plateau, and you know that you need some type of tool or technique to have a transformational moment in your business. In other words, you need a game changer. Well, if so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't have a consistent way to get to the next level. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they're so busy working in their business that they're not busy working on their business. So what do you do? Well, you've got two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing and keep getting the level of success or lack of success that you've been getting. Or you could learn what I call the top 10 game changers in your business. That's what we're going to talk about today, the top 10 game changers in your business. So if you're sick of being on a production plateau and you're ready for the next level, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn the top 10 game changers in your business? Because if you don't learn from other advisors and agents' failures, as well as successes, then you're always going to stay on a production plateau. Besides, Einstein said it best when he said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. It's just crazy. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today, to help you to understand that there are tools and techniques out there that'll help you get to the next level. In other words, to help you have game changers in your business. So what we're going to do is we're going to cover three things today. First, understanding game changers, so you know what they are and why they're so important. Second, the top game changers in your business, so that you can understand what to do to get to the next level. And third, your next step, so that you don't just get information from this podcast, but you get transformation because you know what to do next. Now, before we jump into these three things that you're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business and your life, for that matter, be like if you had tools and techniques for your success? Would you feel more energized? Would you feel more empowered? And more importantly, would you apply what you learn? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. Understanding Game Changers. So what is a game changer anyway? Well, one of the best definitions that I've heard is a simplistic version of what that is. And it goes like this. The meaning of a game changer is a newly introduced element or factor that changes an existing situation or activity in a significant way. In other words, a game changer is something that you realize that you've introduced into your business that's got an incredible result and you can do it over and over and over again. But what you need to understand about a game changer moment is that 
you have to be open to finding new tools and techniques to get a different result. Otherwise, it's just crazy, like Einstein said. And the solutions are out there. In fact, I wrote an entire book about solutions. It's called 101 Advisor Solutions, a financial advisor's guide to strategies that educate, motivate, and inspire. So out of the hundreds of game-changer moments that I've seen since 2004 coaching advisors and agents, what I've done is I've kind of whittled it down to 10 different categories. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at examples in each of those different categories, tools and techniques and transformational moments and stories that are going to help you to understand that it is possible for you to have game changers as well. And that's what we're going to do next. The top 10 game changers in your business. One of the hardest things to do in a podcast is to convey all the information in one episode. And that's because I only have 30 minutes. So what we're going to try to do right now is to cover 10 different game changers that a number of my clients have experienced so that you understand what's actually possible. Remember this, for any challenge that you've ever gone through, for any challenge you're going through right now, and for any challenge you will go through in the future, know this. There is always, always, always a solution. There's always a solution. So, let's jump into the first game changer. Game changer number one. Master your mindset. Now, the reason why mastering your mindset is so important is because everything begins between your ears. You see, your mindset can make or break your business. One of the hardest things for advisors and agents to do is to stay positive all the time. And if you don't have tools and techniques to help with your internal peace, you're at the mercy of everything that's external. In other words, you're at the mercy of the market, the mercy of clients, and so on and so forth. And you definitely don't want that. So let me give you a quick example. Picture this. You get up late. You have a flat tire. <laughs> you're, you get into the office late. A client calls and they're angry. You realize that the market is down 500 points, 1,000 points. You feel like everything is hopeless and it's about 9 o'clock. <laughs> so picture this. Your mindset has been focused in the wrong direction. You're focusing on the negative because of all of these things that have happened. So the challenge really is here when you're mastering your mindset is to stay positive when your environment is negative. The solution is what I call the Advisor Solutions Mindset Pyramid. Picture this. If you create a pyramid and you make three hor two horizontal lines, in the first space at the very bottom, at the base of it, write down the mind space exercise. What this is, is an exercise, a tool and technique that I talked about in episode three, when I was talking about mastering your mindset. And what this is all about is a tool where you identify the top three things that you need to do in the morning, every morning before you start work. It might be work out, meditate, read scripture, whatever it is. You're doing three things every morning that puts you in the right frame of mind. And then... You rate yourself 1 to 10. Where are you? Are you a 7? Are you a 10 where everything's great? Are you a 1? And so on. And then you find three things for the rest of the day. 
three things that you need to do. Set one appointment, do X number in gross, have whatever it is, have one appointment. And then you rate yourself again. The point is, is that when you start to do that and you chart it, you're going to see that you are mastering your mindset on a consistent basis. Now, let's take it one step up in that pyramid. There's a tool that I created called the One Minute Business Coach. And that really gets you off to the emotional roller coaster ride. Let's talk about it in, in episode three. The One Minute Business Coach is really a tool to help you identify what got you emotionally up and what got you emotionally down. So you learn from your losses and you repeat your wins. So at the end of the day, you can see how many losses and wins that you had and you can reinforce the things that you want to. And the third part of this pyramid, the top, is, is the conquering your inner dialogue exercise. It's really about what do you do when you have negative thoughts throughout the day? It's a three-step process to help you to identify that negative thought and know exactly what to do when you get it. And when you get it, you question it, and then you have a positive counterstatement. And so the point of this is, is that when you start to have these tools, it doesn't take very long before you start to master your mindset. You have tools, you now have tools if you apply these, to stay positive regardless of the environment around you. And that is a game changer. Game changer number two, conquering the fear of rejection. See, your relationship to rejection can make or break your business as well. In other words, if you view rejection as a natural part of the sales process and you don't care about rejection, you expect it, then you don't, you don't care at all and you'll just keep prospecting. But if you take rejection personally, then you'll stop prospecting because it's painful. I can teach you all the tips, tools, techniques, strategies, and solutions that I know. But if you don't conquer the fear of rejection, you'll never make the call. You'll never make any calls. I got to tell you a quick story about a client of mine that I had years ago. He was a financial advisor who had been in the business for 15 years. He was on a production plateau. He started prospecting again, but a week later he told me he didn't really want to prospect because the rejection was really getting to him. And I said, what are they doing? And he said, well, people are rude. They hang up on me. They say not interested, click, and, and so on. And I said, do you want to work with rude people? And he said, no, I don't. Okay then if you don't want to work with rude people, then they're not really rejecting you. You're rejecting them because you wouldn't want to work with them anyway. And so what I did is I had him write down, I am the rejector, you are the rejectee. And every time somebody was rude and hung up the phone, he would say that out loud. I am the rejector, you are the rejectee. Well, a week later, I asked him how things are going, and he said, great, I'm having fun. And I said, why? Why are you having fun? He said, because I rejected X number of people. I said, that's great. Did you accept anybody? And he said, yeah, I did. I set a few appointments. But what's interesting about that is he changed his mindset. And the reason is, is because he looked at it and he said, look, I don't want to work with some of these people that are rude. That's just one way of handling rejection. See, the challenge is conquering the fear of rejection. And the solution is changing your perception of rejection, just like he did. And some of the tools that I have are understanding the art of rejection perception. It's really how you perceive rejection actually has an effect on whether or not you want to make those calls. And for him, he perceived rejection in a different way. He turned it completely around, and it made all the difference. 
You see, I've got 25 ways to conquer rejection. 25 different, that was just one. And when you understand these, you become rejection-proof. But if you want four steps to become rejection-proof, what you do is, number one, you embrace rejection. Like, I know I'm going to get rejected. Number two, you, you desensitize yourself to rejection. I don't even care that I'm getting rejected. It's ex- I expect it. Number three, you're going to ask yourself, why? Why are they rejecting me? What can I do differently? And so on. And number four, know that people are rejecting what you have to offer, and they don't even know what you have to offer. So people that are rejecting you can change when they realize your value. See, the reason why conquering the fear of rejection is a game changer is because once you do it, once you learn how to conquer it, you won't let anything hold you back from prospecting and ultimately from growing your business. That is a game changer. And if you want to hear more about that topic, go to episode four, because I've got tools and techniques, entire episode devoted to conquering the fear of rejection. Game changer number three, mastering your motivation and momentum. Your business is kind of like an old-fashioned freight train. You know, something you'd see in an old 50s movie. You know, it's the kind of train that takes a long time to get up and running. It takes a lot of steam to get this thing out of the station. Once it starts going, you can't stop it. Now, the only question is, are you running full steam ahead or are you stuck in the station when it comes to your motivation? Let me tell you a quick story about one advisor that was stuck in the station. (laughs) So years ago, in 2019, this advisor, a rookie advisor, came to a free session on handling objections, but he couldn't afford being coached. But he remembered me. And when he could afford it, a couple of years later, he gave me a call and we started. See, he was struggling to stay motivated. This guy was at $12 under management with four years in the business. In some firms, he would have been let go. So we worked on what to do, what to say, how to say it, how to handle the objections, and so on. And he started learning techniques, techniques that I'm going to talk to you about in this podcast. This guy became unstoppable. This guy gathered $13 in one year. Now, he went from $12 in four years to gathering another $13 in one year. He was unstoppable because... Success breeds success. And he was motivated because he knew what to do. See, the challenge is not being motivated, obviously. And the solution is understanding the secret or secrets to being motivated, to mastering motivation and momentum. And it really comes down to three tools. Understanding the problem with procrastination. (laughs) That's the first one. The second one is knowing what to do to want to take action. I'll talk about that in a second. And the third one is having strategies for getting motivated and staying motivated. So that first one, understanding the problem with procrastination. Get this, procrastination is not a time management challenge. It's really not. It's an emotional challenge. It's a sign of how you feel about the task. You feel that it's either painful or not pleasurable. You just don't want to do it. And get this, what it really is is an unrealistic expectation of the task So the problem with procrastination is it's an emotional problem because you've basically looked at it and said, that's going to be painful, too painful. I'm not going to do it. Or it's not going to be fun. I'm not going to do it. 
So it's your expectation of the task. That's what procrastination is all about. And the second tool that I talked about, not knowing what to do to want to take action. See, wanting to take action is it's an art. <laughs> but the best way to get motivated is to wanting to take action. And wanting to take action really comes down to diminishing the perceived pain of taking action. So it's not painful. Just going to make these calls. Who cares? <laughs> also, you crank up your perceived pleasure. Hey, when I make these calls, I'm going to give myself a reward. I'll go grab another cup of coffee after the next five dials and so on. Look, if you want to take action right away, you've just got to look at it differently. That's it. <laughs> and some of the strategies for getting motivated on a consistent basis really comes down to four steps. Number one, diminish the pain. It's not going to be that big a deal. I'm not going to die from this. Number two, increase the pleasure. Actually, I'm going to feel good because I'm going to grab another cup of coffee after I'm done. Number three, know that action alleviates anxiety. So if you don't have a pipeline and you're stressed out about it, take some action. And number four, know that success breeds success. And just like that advisor, that rookie advisor, you couldn't stop this guy after he kept bringing in million after million after million. I mean, think about that. It took him four years to do 12 million. It took him one year to do 13 million more. Do you think he was excited about that and motivated? Absolutely. You see, the reason why mastering motivation and momentum is a game changer once you start using this process, it's because when you use the process, you get motivated, you stay motivated, and it becomes fun, and ultimately, you grow your business. So, if you want a game changer, listen to the podcast, Episode 5, on Mastering Your Motivation and Momentum. You'll be glad you did. Game changer number four, master your time management. We're all given the same amount of time during the day. It's how we use our time that's important. See, just being busy just to be busy isn't enough. Instead, you need time management tools to be productive and not get burned out. So let me take you through a quick story, a time management story, where I worked with this advisor years ago who I talked about in episode Six, Mastering Time Management. I was working with this advisor that wanted to increase his business, and they all do. But this guy was interesting. This guy took the time management tools to heart, and he applied them. This guy doubled his business in one year. He doubled it again a year and a half later. And the reason he did so well was because he applied the tools and techniques for mastering time management. And the tools that I mean by that are really tools that I'm going to go over in a second, but the formula for mastering time management is this. Structure to the day plus interruption management equals mastering time management. So we went over the structure to the day, and I showed him tools that I'm going to talk to you about in just a second. And then we worked on how to handle the interruptions, and he applied these tools each and every day. And when he did that, it was a game changer for him and for his business. So the challenge really is, is not managing your time well. <laughs> so you're busy, but you're not productive. And the solution is mastering time management, which the tools are the bottom line list to have structure to the day. And that's where you literally map out the top five things. Bottom line, I got to get these done every day. And they might be prospect, could be the first one for 45 minutes. Then you take a break for 15, 15 minutes. 
The second one could be client servicing. The third, prospect follow-up. The fourth, in a meeting. And the fifth, miscellaneous. So when you structure your day, you've got half of the equation down. Now the other part of the equation is handling the interruptions and tasks. And that's where the time matrix to do comes in. I talk about it in episode six, so definitely listen to that podcast. What that does, the time matrix to do, it has it helps you to prioritize tasks. So every time a client calls, you don't jump. Instead, you find out what it's all about, why they're calling, and you determine when are you going to take care of this or are you going to delegate it. When you start to do that, it's a game changer. See, the reason why mastering time management is a game changer is once you use those two tools, you're more productive with your time. And what you're doing is you're accomplishing more in less time. And get this, here's the byproduct of all of it. You feel more in control. And as a result, you have peace of mind. So if you want to have a game changer when it comes to your time, use those tools. You'll be glad you did. Game changer number five, master your questions. People hate to be sold, but they love to buy. And they're going to buy all day long if they understand why. In other words, if they come to the conclusion on their own that they need to buy. And here's the thing. They're never going to come to that conclusion unless you ask the right questions. Let me explain what I mean. Years ago, I was in a coaching session with a woman in Denver. I was in St. Paul at the time. So we're on the phone, we're role-playing, and first appointment process, and she was the advisor and I was the prospect. And what I noticed was she wasn't asking me any questions. She was just telling me stuff. And I was annoyed, actually, in this role-play. And what I realized was I wanted her to ask me questions to help me to understand not only my situation, but any problems that I might have and the implication of not fixing the problem and understanding her value. And so what I did is I paused and I explained, you need to ask me questions. And here's the process. And I explained what I just thought of. And then we role-played again. But I role-played and showed her what I meant. Well, after that, we turned it around and she role-played and it was great. I went into the next session and I explained it to the next advisor who, who I said, hey, Mark, I got to show you what I just created. And I explained it. And he said, Dan, it's been around for 30 years. And I said, it can't be. I just, I just created it 30 minutes ago. He said, no, it's called spin selling or questions-based selling. And what it is, is a way to ask better questions. And he was right. I looked into it, I researched it, and I realized somebody invented it long before me. So the challenge is trying to tell people what to do. In other, other words, you're knowledge blasting them. You're telling them all that you know, and you're dazzling them with your information. And they don't want that. The solution is... Mastering questions-based selling or spin selling. So the tool or technique is really to understand what spin selling is. Spin is just an acronym for different types of ways to ask questions. Situational, problem, implication, needs payoff. The point is, when you understand a problem-based question, or let's say a situational-based question, hey, when would you like to retire in 10 years? How much money have you put away? I've got about 750000 How much do you think you need to live off of? I have no idea. So what happens if you get hurt at, at work and you can't? 
you know, work for the next 10 years and so on. And then uncovering the problems. What concerns you most about not having enough money in retirement? And the implication, what do you think would happen if you didn't make it to retirement? What would happen to your family? And the needs pay off. How would it help you most if we got together this time next week and I did a complete financial plan to show you what you'd need in retirement, how much income you might have in retirement, and what happens to the family if you don't make it to retirement? You see, when you understand spin selling or questions-based selling, it's a game changer because you're helping people to understand your value. In addition, you're helping them understand the problems that they have. They might not even know. And the implication of not fixing the problems and your value. See, the reason why mastering questions-based selling is a game changer is because prospects and clients come to the conclusion on their own. The conclusion is they need help and you can help them. And they come to the conclusion that they want to buy. So check out episode 17 for details on mastering questions-based selling. I'll walk you through every stage of the pipeline and how you can use questions-based selling to take them to the next stage. You'll be glad you did. But this is a game changer. Your next step. So I told you we covered three things in this podcast. First, understanding game changers. So you know what they are and why they're so important. Check, we did that. Second, the top game changers in your business. So that you can understand what to do to get to the next level. Check, we did that too. Now what we're going to talk about is your next step. So that you don't just get information, but you get transformation. And you have game changers in your business. So let me explain what I mean by your next step. Here are the steps that I've seen other advisors, all the advisors that I've talked about in this session, and the next podcast with another five game changers that we're going to talk about. And so here's what I've seen for those that have had success. Here's what they do. Number one, be honest and understanding that you're not getting the level of success that you want. Number two, pick up the phone and schedule a free session. And number three, during the free session, explain your biggest challenges. Number four, understand the solutions, the tools and techniques that you need to apply. Number five, apply them. And number six, get results. And you will. So in other words, in order to do this, you need a coach. And in order to do that, you need to pick up the phone or shoot me an email and we, we will get together and set up a free session. And in that session, we're going to identify your top challenges, the top solutions, and what actions you need to take in order to create your own game changers. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.
Thank you.